Well, 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 it's 8.11 p.m. on the West Coast. I don't know what time it is on your neck of the woods, but it's I, the voice behind the message. And I got a few of my friends here tonight, and we're talking about toxic relationships. So, you know, everybody's not going to get the message because the message isn't for everybody. But we're going to talk about it anyway because somebody is going to help somebody heal somebody. And somebody's going to be inspired by knowing that somebody else is going through a toxic relationship or being through a toxic relationship. Might not be the same, but maybe they can see the signs and be able to relate and to be able to part from that toxic relationship or be able to build from it. See, it can work either way. Um, so I have a guest here today, um, Knowledge. And I have God is here with me today. So we're going to talk about, you know, signs, knowing the signs of when you're in a toxic relationship. So knowledge, are you here with me? Yes, ma'am. So you, as a young man, um, you're married, right? Yes. Um, are you in a toxic marriage? Okay, could you tell me um, some of the signs that made you know that you was in a toxic marriage or relationship? How did it start off? You know, that um, you know that it was toxic. Was you in the relationship or was it after you got married? I was in the relationship. Um, and I noticed once my behavior started to change from previous relationships, my behavior was always consistent, but I noticed that my behavior started to change. I started catering to this person more, you know, trying to get this person to love me, to notice me. And I would just do whatever was needed for this person to, to see me. And um, after a while, just... Can, excuse me, but can, can you name some of the things that you said that you were doing that? That made you, what are some of the things you said that you was doing? You said you was doing everything to make her notice you. What are some of the things that I you would, were doing? I would call her, you know, throughout the day, text her, um, you know, cater to her if she needed something, ask her, like, what she needed, and I would bring it to her or, you know, just try to be in her presence all the time. Like, when she was doing her homework, I would go over there and, like, you know, you want me to help you with your homework? You know, I'm a pretty smart dude. If I don't know, I can help you find the answer. It was just, it was a numerous of things. You know, go out on a date, of course, I pay for everything. Uh, open doors, just make sure that she felt wanted. You know, to help her with her child uh, who was disabled or who is disabled. Like, as far as, you know, just showing her what a father truly is and what a, a man, you know, that really wants you. So she had and a child that was... Previously, before you got, she has a child that isn't yours. Correct. Okay. And she have disabled needs, is that what you said? Yes, correct. Okay. So you just stepped up to the plate? Yes, I stepped up to the plate. Oh, and when I noticed it became toxic was when uh, she was telling me that I couldn't have any female friends. I couldn't have no female friends at all because she didn't trust me. 
know, then it started getting to where, you know, I'm like, I, I got friends that are actually friends, but you can't just shut from that just because you're, you know, you don't trust me. I haven't given you any reason not to trust me. And it, it started turning into fussing and fighting, you know, not necessarily putting our hands on one another, but just shoving, well, yeah, shoving one another or breaking things around the house. Like, I used to, because I didn't want to put my hands but I would break stuff around the house. Either her things, my things, put holes in the wall, and, it, and I could tell that I was losing myself. Hmm. Like, I was becoming that I didn't recognize. But hmm. I married her anyway. You know, I married her anyway, even though I knew we were supposed to get married. I married her anyway because I always wanted that. And I knew that I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but I did it anyway. I made the choice to do it anyway. Nobody forced my hand. I made the choice. So you had children after you married her? Correct. Well, we got pregnant um, while we were engaged. She was pregnant. And we got married two months after... Oh, I'm sorry. We... Uh, we can, we had a son two months after we got married. Okay. 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 So it was just like, you know, it kind of almost got violent, so you knew it was toxic. Yes, it got very violent. Violent in my mind, violent in my, my, uh, my actions. Uh, I became an infidel. You know, I uh, would always talk to the women that were my friends, but I didn't know that I was going to go do this, but, you know, when you're talking to somebody and you're feeling some type of way and they're saying the right things, you know, you have a choice where you can leave or go, and I chose to stay and endure that, uh, that process of adultery. Oh, so you cheated. Yes, I finally uh, started cheating after being accused of it. Uh, I started doing it. Wait a minute. Okay. That's another subject anyway. But so is it safe to say that you were that, that was a choice of mine. It's not okay. that, that, was, that was a choice of mine. That, that was my choice to, to do it. So is it safe to say that you were toxic and not in fact she was? Because we can say it both ways. Yes, okay. we can definitely say it both ways. Okay. Because okay. it can, you know, Sometimes I'm it not takes. Saying that she was toxic. I'm saying that the relationship itself What's was toxic. toxic. Okay. You know, because it takes two to be in a relationship. That's right. So the relationship itself was toxic. Okay. I just take part from my part in the and you know my toxicness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, how many children do you you have? You both have together. Um, we have. Two uh, together that's living, and uh, of course I claim our daughter is my husband. We have three together, and we have two that's deceased. Okay, okay. Sorry to hear that. Sorry for your loss. Um. So you're still married. Yes, still married. You're still married. So are you? You guys coming to a? Some kind of agreement on a divorce, or you're just gonna stay separated? Um, we've been separated for two years. Uh, she decided that she wanted to go on and divorce, so I said, "Okay, I'll sign the papers. You know, get them drawn up, and I'll sign." Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel? How do you feel about a, about divorce? 
Do you have anything you want to ask knowledge? Well, you know, um, the signs, you know, I can relate to it because being in a toxic relationship, you know, um, I just met somebody, you know, like you said, the change. And when you get to really know somebody and they're not who you really think they are you know and that change is like you know you start losing yourself it's like you know like you said and you've got a choice you can either leave it or stay and I was like you I chose to leave it because it was it wasn't worth it you know when you get a a certain place in your life to where you really don't need a man or woman that bad to where you have to go through things. You know what I mean? Especially bad things. You know, and I, you know, I can't say as far as marriage because I've never been married. But um, God has had. So, you know, as far as a toxic marriage, you know, um, I can't say. But as far as a toxic relationship, oh, yeah. And knowing the signs is, you know, people change. And um, they make you change. You know, especially when you're trying to do right or, you know, you're doing your part right. And this person is, you can't satisfy this person. And this person just will not appreciate nothing that you do. It's just like everything you do is wrong. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel uneasy. And it and when you feel that it's like words start being exchanged because you want to express your feelings, but then it turns into an argument because the person that really is doing the most damaging is the one that's gonna really do the picking. You know what I mean? It's just like they they, they pick to try to find that that spot. To make you, you know what I mean? And it, yeah, you know, it's like, wait a minute. You don't, you know, especially when, like we said, when you're trying to change. Or you're trying to be just who you are. You know what I mean? A person will not accept you if you're trying to do good. Especially if they're not a good person. See, that's when it comes to hurt people, hurt other people. Because some people, you could be in a relationship and that person, you could be stronger than that person. You can be smarter than that person. Or they'll feel that you, you're you smarter than them. And you, you don't even have to be. But in their mind, and it'll cause friction because they feel like, you know what I mean? I don't know. They, they, 
You could be in a jealousy, competition, anything with a person that you with. Everything is competitive. Or like you said, or a person that's just jealous, you know, don't want you with nobody, you know, but they, and it's, it's weird, but we run into those people and it's toxic. Yeah. I, I think in my experience in toxicity was, was a person who had low self-esteem, never accomplished nothing in life worth something to define his character of being a man. You know, didn't have a good job, didn't have any mutual uh, savings. You know, childhood, he was kind of the, the outcast. Mm-hmm. So he didn't feel very good about himself. So I've come along and I, I, I believe in this man. And I build him up and I make him feel like he's the king in our castle. I give him everything he ever wanted that he never got from another woman. And I'm thinking I'm being loved because I'm putting my whole entire everything into it because that's the way I was raised. And um, he didn't have good intentions, not because um, that wasn't what he was for. He wasn't plotting on not having good intentions, but he never learned the right thing. He never learned how to be out for his family or whatever. So um, he learned to be out for his, his mom, his sister's cousin or whatever, but not how to take care of a wife and, and children. So with that being said, um, I lost myself into loving him. Everything focused around him. When he was feeling inadequate, I picked up the pieces and made him feel inadequate. You know, and you don't know you're being, you are in a toxic relationship until you hit the part where you can't pick it back up until something happens to where it's a definite no-no. And for that, that for me was losing my kids. I almost lost my kids for good because I was messing around with this person that meant me no good at all. He was there to look good and, you know, act like he was the perfect father when we were going through hell. You know, so I, I lost everything, you know, everything i didn't know what i liked because even with food choices i i gave up what i normally ate because this person liked this and that so i ate what they ate knowing that i just really didn't like that but i ate it um i mean it went down to everything vacation spots we go to vacation spots and i go exactly where he said he wanted to go because that was his dream once we get there it would last only for maybe an hour or two and we'd be packing up and leaving all the money I spent on whatever. So, you know, I just, I totally lost myself totally. And that's when I think I knew I was in a talk. I didn't know myself. I didn't know anything about what I wanted. I couldn't decide, you know? So I was down to a moment of despair when I realized that, look, I've been, you know, the track record was I had spent, 20 years doing what this man wanted and I had accomplished nothing. I was still in the same spot, you know, still struggling, you know, so that's the way it was for me. That was the, you know, the epiphany of my, my learning that I was in a toxic relationship because, you know, it's hard to admit it when you love somebody, you think that that person's doing that something for a reason. 
or you made him mad, or you should have did it this kind of way because we, you already knew better. You knew when he wake up, he grumpy, so you knew not to approach him like that. And because you did, that's why he went off, or she went off. So you're, you're always trying to justify your actions to where you're on eggshells, actually. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say, for me, it started at a young age, you know, because I was always trying to find myself in my uh, family, you know, being the outcast always, the one always in trouble, and, you know, everybody always look at you as the, the bad seed, and then you're mm -hmm. a twin at that, so your, your twin brother is the baby, and then your older sister is uh, spoiled because she's the only girl, and then I'm stuck in the middle. And so I used to do everything for attention. You know, that I already have. 
I was just cleaning up my house, you know, cleaning out, cleaning me up first and then making sure that the house is clean so we can have more and we can just a bunch of things. And hey, it was revealed to me that this is not the one for me. Hmm. And I said, okay, I'm fine with that. I'm not, I'm not upset anymore. I've, I've learned from my mistakes. So I said, I'm going to allow God to be in control of my life because it's his, not mine. You know, I you know I went through that too, and, and my prayer would be God send me an angel, send me someone who can, you know, make me happy and all that stuff. Um, you know, um, God, if He's not for me, you know, send Him away. I was always trying to rescue Him. He go get in, pick up something, and end up in jail, and here I was paying the attorney to get him out, up to the point to where I would stop. Paying, lose my place, stop playing for my place, go stay with my mom just so I can pay 800 a month or 802 weeks to pay for an attorney to get him out of jail. So sometimes when you ask God to move someone from you, and then you're, you're still trying to fix it, you're still trying to remedy it. And that was my problem. But when I asked God to move it from me to where I I, I couldn't have, I had no control. Like I, if he was gone, I had no control of of getting him back and you know he made it to where i didn't have no control over what he was doing whatever he was doing bad he was getting really good at it to where i couldn't i couldn't afford the attorney i couldn't go up there and speak for him on his behalf he was stuck in prison there was nothing i could do about even to where i couldn't even visit it was some little issue why i couldn't visit that was my clue there sometimes god sends you these clues and he, he gives you that discernment and you overlook it so the reason why I think it took me so long is because I didn't establish no relationship with myself or with God. I wasn't hearing him talking to me and sending me all these clues. So as you don't listen, things get worse and they get worse. So, you know, that's, it got worse for me. I agree. Cause my change when I went to jail, when I went to jail, um, for kicking in the door where my wife was. And and I walked away. Honestly, I walked away. I didn't put a hand on her. I didn't have my hair on her head. I just kicked in the door where she was at because they had broken to my house earlier that day uh, while I was at work. Long story short, you know, they took me to jail. I did, I, I'm in jail for seven days, which uh, means completion. But uh, while I was in there, I was praying. I was like, God, you get me out of this. Uh, I'll do better.
you know, it still became little toxic ways. I had to go to uh, court-appointed classes. I had to go to court, and I got sentenced to five years probation. First, they offered me seven to 13 years, and then they, I denied that one. I told them, I'm not doing that. There's no way. Uh, so they gave me five years deferred, uh, five years probation, and I had to do court-appointed classes for a whole year, mm-hmm. uh, which was battery classes, which anger management is what I call it. Yeah. But uh, during that process, you know, is when it started. I started to really see myself for who I really was called to be, which was a leader in my home, a priest of my home, a leader to my kids. I had to lead by example. I had to lead by example when it came to uh, catering to my wife. I had to lead by example when it came to catering to the kids and being a father and being a father to a child that's not biologically yours. I had to set everything aside, you know, it brought me to get to this point where I'm at now. I had to allow God to step in and take the wheel. Amen. I salute you for that. You know, and I totally agree. You know, uh, when it comes to toxic, you know, we, we go through abuse physically, mentally, spiritually, verbally. And um, sometimes we don't even realize even ourselves, that, like God has asked you about, you know, could have been you toxic as well? And you admitted it. Yeah, because it takes two, you know. And sometimes um, a person, a hurt person can make you toxic. They can start bringing up old things, their past, and want you to dwell and feel sorry for them. They'll become a victim and, and they want you to feel just like they do. Just like God has said, you know, some of them don't have a job. They, they don't have a, a, a way out of knowing where they're going. You know, and, and that right there is toxic all by itself, especially trying to get in a relationship and fighting for trying to find out who you are as a person, you know, and you're fighting these demons and you're going through it, you know, just life, everyday issues, you know, as growing up. And like you said, you know, if you don't have a father, some kids didn't grow up with a mother, and sometimes they hold that in and they take it out on other people. So, um... Goddess has got to go, um, and I want to thank her very much for tuning in with us today. And I know knowledge that you got some beautiful babies you got to go put to bed because you're two hours ahead of me, and I'm not going to keep you. And I want to thank you, and God bless both of you, um, and have a blessed, blessed night. Thank you for having me, and thank you, Goddess. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, y'all have a wonderful night. Y'all know who it is. It's the voice behind the message. We had goddess and we had knowledge tonight. We was talking about um, toxic relationship and marriages. So tune in, share, and remember, we can all get through this step by step, helping each other, helping and healing. That being said... Tune in for next time.
See you later, knowledge. See you later. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.